Yeah, before I get into that, there, there's a lot of people that worked a lot of hours uh, and during some trying times with the COVID that need some credit and thanks. So before we get going, you know, in particular, Bobby Merritt, Matt Bookmeyer, Nick Pelche, Griffin Deer, Chris Hagerman, all these guys put a lot of time in. And then as a head coach, uh, Scott, while game planning and doing some stuff, coming back to the league, was in on every call, spent a lot of time. And this year, our assistant coaches put more time in than we've had in the past two. So all these guys deserve a lot of credit, and I just want to make sure that they get the, the thanks that they deserve. Um, so with that, overall, we're happy. I, I think I say this every draft year is if, if you finish a draft and you're not happy with your picks, you did something really, really wrong because this is kind of the honeymoon stage where you get them and they haven't played yet. So uh, we're thrilled. If you ask all the other eight teams right now, I'm, I'm sure they're going to say the same thing. But, you know, we got players that we were – that we were hoping would be there when we selected. They were, and it, it panned out the way that we were hoping it would fall when we saw some guys picked ahead of us. So we're, we're very excited and hopeful that these guys can come in and develop into some key stalwart players for us. Brock, before I forget, was, was Bobby promoted to your assistant GM? He was a couple months ago, yeah. I want to ask you about your second-round pick. Uh, interesting pick was Elaine Pay. Uh, haven't, hasn't played since 2017. Uh, from the Czech Republic, maybe just talk about that uh, that pick and uh, what attracts you to him, uh, especially a player that hasn't played for a while. The size and athleticism. He he jumped off the film. You know, we always say that is if if you have someone that even if you weren't evaluating him, if he would jump off the film and you would notice him, that's somebody that you want to look at deeper. And he did that. Um, very explosive, has good size, has not played for a couple of years. We're aware of that, but he's in shape. He's been working out recently. If the NFL was under normal circumstances right now, there was three teams I spoke with that would have invited him to a mini camp trial at, at a minimum, and one team was actually very close to signing into their 90-man roster. So he's got some of the things that you can't coach and that are hard to find, which is the size, the motor, and the athleticism. So, you know, Obviously, we mm-hmm. like him a lot, and, and we're hopeful that he turns into the guy that we think he can be. You speak to your uh, – I know you're happy with Tomas with the first with the first pick uh, with uh, Ganga Rosa and Sumach. Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever size Tomas lacks, they, it's made up with, with these two guys. Um, <laughs> tell me about these two just being able to maybe get a couple of really good sleepers down the draft board. Yeah, I don't think Gangarosa is a sleeper. I'm actually shocked that he, he was available. You know, we had him pretty high, and he was one of those guys that as we were selecting where we took him, we were a little baffled that he was there. So, you know, that one was more of a, a surprise for us that he was available. But we like him. We like the fact that he can play guard and tackle and, you know, played at a high level. And Wagner played for an NCAA team. And then uh, Sumuch is just a giant of a man with good feet. He's a little raw, and we know there's going to be some time to develop him and, and he's going to have to grow and, and get coaching here. But similar to what I said about Pace, he's got some traits that you can't coach, which are the size and the feet. He's a big man that moves extremely well. So we think with where we selected him, um, you know, being patient and, and investing some time in him, hopefully, hopefully comes uh, his dividends down the road. Brock, it's Jerry here. What you've been focused on this for so long, you guys. What's next? What now? <laughs> you know, we're gonna we're gonna continue adding players to the roster and uh, upgrading where we can. We're gonna 
look at all of our negative players and, and keep evaluating that and turning people over. And really that's all we can do right now. It's going to be a unique period for us. And that's for sure is it was nice having this because it gave us something to do all day for the past several months and something to focus in on while we're in the isolation period. So, you know, I just spoke with all of our people that we were on our own conference call away from the league call. And we all kind of commented on that is, geez, tomorrow, what, what are we going to do? So it, it'll be interesting. That's for sure. Hey, Brock, uh, Dave, again, on that note, when you talk about signing players, is there any directive from the league about roster size at this point? Are, are you just allowed to just kind of keep the roster size that you have or, or add a few more players or, is there a point in time where maybe you would think about or, or being instructed to maybe pare some of the roster down? I know it's a little strange with the, with the contracts mm-hmm. and with the, with the season that's up in the air, but has there been right. any direction about roster size right now? Not for the immediate, but there's been ongoing discussions with no final determination on if and when we go to a training camp, what that will be and will there be a rookie mini camp or not. So down the road, there's, scenarios that are being discussed right now without a final decision as of now it's status quo which is you have a max of 100 plus your non-counters and if you make a move if you're going to add somebody you have to delete somebody so that's where it is right now okay uh could you speak as well about uh the kicker you drafted uh dante sorry so many names dante brown yeah he was someone again that we had a, a very high grade on and when he was sitting there in the fifth the rule is you adhere to the board and you always create the most competition you can for your organization because that brings out the best of everybody. Uh, he was an All-American, certainly as a kicker, and I believe also as a punter at the Division II level. So, I mean, he hit a 56-yard field goal as time expired to get their team into the playoffs, if, if memory serves me correctly. So he's hit big kicks and vital games, very strong leg. He can do all three. And again, if if I'm not mistaken, he was an All-American, um, or at least All-Conference, at both punter and kicker, and it's rare to find those guys. So when he was sitting there, obviously not a need for us, but you take the best people you can, and and uh, you you let it play out on the field. 